رادیو رومی Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Rumi. I'm Fatima Keshavarz, and I'm starting the 45th episode in these conversations that we have now been carrying for over two years. It is a pleasure for me to discover week after week that Rumi continues to be relevant to our lives today, and he continues to provide us with wonderful thoughts and words that we could still be surprised by and find new and useful. We are still going through tough times in the danger that we are facing in COVID-19, and we are experiencing levels of trauma and violence to particular parts of our community, and we feel more and more that we need to address these issues. I hope to be able to bring to you in the weeks to come topics that could help us get through and think through the issues that we are facing. Today, I had prepared myself to speak about perplexity, bewilderment, an aspect of life which we in the 21st century are not very optimistic about. We generally like to be able to get clear answers and be able to make clear-cut judgments. I think it is a good idea to learn from Rumi and the tradition of the Sufi mystics, which nourished his thought that sometimes perplexity, not knowing, being bewildered, could indeed be a strength in our lives, and we might need to allow ourselves to experience that more effectively. As we do today in Rumi's time too, spiritual progress was viewed as a journey, but there were significant differences between an inner journey and the journey which involves getting into a transportation means and getting from point A to point B. For one thing, the inner journey had a beginning, but no end. You could go on forever. It didn't have and still doesn't have, from practicing Sufi's perspective, a destination. The journey does not have a destination. The journey itself is the destination. And finally, the force that fuels this inner journey is the force of our own yearning, the force of our own love and compassion, and the need to find out, the need to live a better life. So Rumi compares himself very often to 
millstones. They turn because water comes in and the force of this water keeps the stones turning and turning wheat into flour definitely was the way it was done in Rumi's time. Ey ronaq janam ze to chun charkh gardanam ze to gandom fereste jan ke ta khire nagardat asiya. He's talking to love, talking to his own inner force of yearning to hack the supreme truth and is saying that the life of my inner soul is from you. Like wheels, I turn, please send me wheat, so my turning is not for nothing. Gandom fereste jan, kitao khire nagardat asiya. And then in another ghazal, I found a verse that I love because he explains a whole chapter in one line. Ayanam, ayanam, mard magalat niyam, dide shavat hal manar chesh shavat gush shoma. He's talking about this journey. He's talking about things that are complicated and mysterious. And he says, sorry if I cannot really explain it any better. Because I'm a mirror, and my job is reflecting the images in front of me. I am not a person who will write an essay explaining those images. I'm the mirror that reflects them. You will see me clearly. You will find your answer if you're able to turn your ears into eyes. Now, as I said, you could almost write a book about this, turning your ears into eyes, moving from knowledge that is based just on hearsay to something that you have been able to see for yourself. But then he goes on and he actually explains it pretty well. He says, Dast Like trees, I'm waving my hands in the wind. I turn around like the moon that is turning around the earth. And because he has taken us to the nature and to the moon above, he immediately says, My turning has an earthly nature, meaning I'm ultimately a human being, bound by all the limits of humanity. But the turning is even more beautiful and pure than the turning of the spheres. Once again, he wants us to see our human worth, despite all the earthly flaws that we may be experiencing. And then at the end of this ghazal, he says, Man chamosham chaste galu, arefe guyande begu, zanketo davu dami, man chokaham raftezajah. Says, I'm tired. My throat is tired. So I stay silent. But my knower friend, and Guyande in his times means a singer. My knower, musician, and singer, you say it. You sing it. You sing as beautifully as David, which in the Muslim tradition sang very beautifully. Man chukaham raftazajaw. I am like a piece of a straw moving around in the hands of the wind. In other words, come close, see your image in me, see my earthliness, listen to my music, and discover for yourself. 
آینه ام آینه ام مرد مقالات نیم دیده شود حال منر چشم شود گوش شما دست فشانم چو شجر چرخ زنان همچو قمر چرخ من از رنگ زمین پاکتر از چرخ سما من خموشم خسته گلو عارف گوینده بگو زان که تو داوو دمی من چکهم رفته از جا so our life is about movement about diving into perplexity and bewilderment swimming in it finding something to fuel our movements and move forward in fact as far as rumi is concerned our daily movements are all dances animated with the force of life because the very force of life in us from his perspective is the divine breathing from his spirit in us which is a famous quranic verse the quran says when god created humanity breathed in them of his own spirit zahi ishq zahi ishq ke marast khudaya che naqz ast o che khub ast o che zibast khudaya bravo to our love blessed our love god see our love see how gentle and beautiful and good it is از آن آب حیات است که ما چرخ زنانیم نه از کف و نه از نای و نه دفاست خدایا It's that inner life that brings us to dance that fuels our search It is not because people clap their hands or play the flute or the drum that gets us ecstatic to dance These things can bring us to dance because of the inner force that we have. And then he uses a beautiful pun on Jew, which means a stream of water. It's also imperative for searching. Jew or Beju means search. Chosailim o chojuim, hamesuye topuim, ke manzel gehe har seil, bedaryaost, chodayao. We are a flood. We are a stream of water, all coming in your direction for the home of the flood. And the stream of water is only the sea. And now we could go back to that endlessness metaphor. The sea is limitless, is the image of vastness. And so when the stream gets into the sea, it's a part of the sea is inseparable. But despite that, It is still able to run around the sea and continue its dynamic life. And then he sometimes compares that inner force to a glass of wine. خواهی که بگویم بدهان جام سبوهی تا چرخ به رقصا ید و صد زهره زهرا. You want me to sing? Give me a morning wine glass. Then the whole spheres, the whole existence will come to dance. And the stars will glow around them. And then he goes on to say in another ghazal actually, Ishqist davar charkh naz aab. Ishqist masir maah naz paah. The turning of the wheel of life is due to love, to that inner yearning. It's no water like the mill that turns by water. The same is true of the moon. The moon turns By this force of attraction, this invisible 
force of attraction, not because the moon has feet. اشقیست دوار چرخ نز آب، اشقیست مسیر ماه نز پا در ذکر به گردشنده را آید با آب دودید چرخ جانها. When we overcome our human forgetfulness that tells us we don't have any power, that we don't have any inner force, that we are left alone here, when we remember who we are and who the truth supreme around us is that we need to connect with. Remember, he always wants us to connect with the truth of things, not with what they appear to be. So with that remembrance and that connection, the wheel of our body comes to turn and the wheel of our soul comes to turn. And he uses the imagery of which literally would be teardrops, but I want to caution us against a modern interpretation because shedding tear in our current culture is very often a sign of devastation and fear and helplessness and sorrow. But in the tradition in which he writes, you can have tears in your eyes because of joy and because the inner force gets you moving forward. Now, why all this movement? Because inertia means death. Movement means life. And because the whole universe is alive, if we have the eyes to see them, remember, if we can turn our ears into eyes and see them, we will see that the entire universe around us is in movement. The best thing we can do is to dance with them and to move forward. Through our perplexity, through our helplessness, through not knowing what the answer is. در جنبشان در آور زلف ابر فشان را در رقص اندر آور جانهای صوفیان را Let your hair down your hair that smells like musk and sandalwood. Abar or abir is musk and sandalwood combined. So let your hair down on your shoulders. Let our souls all come to dance. خورشید و ماه و اختر رقصان به گرد چنبر ما در میان رقصیم رقصان کنن میان را. The sun, the moon, the stars, they're all dancing around the sky. We are in the middle of a dance. Get your body moving. لطف تو مطربانه از کمترین ترانه در چرخ اندر آورد صوفی آسمان را. Now this is a beautiful image. In Rumi's time, the skies were whirling. The earth was stationary and the heavens were moving around it. So your kindness, my love, is a musician that with the slightest of tunes brings the whole sky into dance. Bade bahar puyan, ayat taran guyan, خندان کند جهان را خیزان کند خزان را The spring breeze is coming running and singing it makes the whole world smile and it makes the cold season the autumn the feeling of coldness and lack of movement go away 
He's even talking about the smells as things that come to us, move when coming to us, making us able to move. Hardam zebaq bu'i ayat chopeik su'i yani ke as-salazan imruz dostanra. Every seconds, the scent of a flower comes in your direction, saying, "Call your friends to come here and celebrate. Call them." And here's where he gives the nugget, the inner meaning, the harder point to explain. در سر خود روان شد بستان و با تو گوید در سر خود روان شو تا جان رسد روان را. In its invisible, mysterious inner life, the garden is moving. And the garden is telling you in your own invisible and mysterious life, move forward. Move forward and your inner life will give you more and more force to move. And then he realizes, of course, that some of these concepts are so complicated and immediately gives us a very useful and effective metaphor. تَا سِرْ هَرْ نَحَالِي از قَعْر بَرْ سَرَاوِيَدْ مِعْرَاجِيَنْ نَحَالِ دَرْ بَاغْ نَرْدَبَانْ رَا So the inner secret of every plant comes to the service. This high climbing plants, they have set up their ladder. They each have their own inner ladder and their inner secret climbs up on those ladders and come up to become visible to us. And then he explains it one step further. In barg chun zaban ha, min miwa ha chu dil ha, dil ha chu runamayad, qaymat dahad zaban ra. The leaves are like our tongues. We say things. They say things all the time. The leaves show us their greenness. They turn yellow in autumn. But the fruit of these trees are those inner secrets. In miwa ha chu dil ha, dil ha chu runamayad, qaymat dahad zaban ra. When those inner mysteries of the trees come in the form of new fruits, they give value to the tongues of the trees, to the leaves, to the branches, to everything. Okay, now you are thinking, fine, there is all this movement. Where are we going? And what has got perplexity have anything to do with this? Rumi says, there is no proof. There is no definition. There is no way to explain this to you. All you can do is not to be afraid of that perplexity and step in. Because this journey that is your life is about lived experiences. There's no concern about hearing things from people or reading them in books. But ultimately, in order for you to be able to make this journey, to know Truly, what it means is to get on the road and allow yourself to experience it. And one of the most important stations on this journey is your bewilderment, your perplexity. You are going to run into things day in and day out, Rumi says. Don't be afraid. 
just unravel your own inner force. Like two lovers animated with the force of love who get together, the first thing they do is to disrobe, to get rid of what is not their true self. It is not their real body. اگر تو عاشق عشقی و عشق را جویا بگیر خنجر تیز و ببر گلوی حیا If you are in love with love and you're seeking love take the sharpest knife you can and cut the throat of all your inhibitions ببر گلوی حیا Get rid of them تو جامعه گرد کنی تازه آب تر نشود هزار قوطه تو را خوردنی است در دریا You're collecting your skirt so that it doesn't get wet with water You have to dive in there and go up and down a thousand times Then he gives a very very beautiful metaphor دهل به زیر گلیم پسر نشاید زد علم بزن چو دلیران میانه سهرا My son, you cannot play your drum under the blanket There is no point Get out there in the middle of openness of the earth and be yourself And then he goes back to the metaphor of the lovers چو برگشاید بند قباز مستی عشق تو های و هوی ملک بین و حیرت هورا Once you tear open your clothes because you're intoxicated with love angels fall into bewilderment fall into deep amazement the stars get perplexed and that is the force of human love چو آفتاب برآمد کجا بماند شب رسید جیش انایت کجا بماند انا When the sun rose, the night will go by itself There will be no night The army of loving attention and support from your inner forces get to you And there would be no animosity around you And I love this because always when he's right In the middle of saying all this, he realizes that these things cannot be put into words. So we can tell he really believes it when he says, your ears has to become eyes in order for you to truly see. خموش کردم ای جان 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 I'm going silent. Oh, my soul of my soul of my soul. My deepest, innermost being, you speak. خموش کردم ای جان 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 تو بگو که ذره ذره ز عشق رخت تو شد گویا. I'm silent now, oh the soul of the soul of my soul, you speak. Because every particle in the entire existence speaks because of their yearning and their love. For you. Now, in our time, bewilderment is sometimes equivalent of confusion, and we want clear answers. But from Rumi's perspective, allowing yourself to dive into this perplexity 
is a great victory. به گرد حوز گشتم در فتادم. جزای آنچنان کردار این است. So, is semi-joking. Using a very beautiful image. He says, imagine my perplexity. What I didn't know was this, this little pond. And I kept walking around it. But then I fell into it. And it served me well. Because I should not have, from the beginning, stayed just around it. به گرد حوز گشتم در فتادم جزای آنچنان کردار این است دلا چون در فتادی در چنین حوز تو را قسل قیامتوار این است خموش باشو در این حیرت فرو رو بهل اسرار را که اسرار این است When you fall into this pond Allow yourself to go deep there because it is the best kind of cleansing you can ever do. Then be silent and allow yourself to experience this not knowing, this perplexity. This is the heart of every mystery. And what is the connection between the bewilderment and the journey? Again, every time you see one, resolve one, come to terms with one, Another one shows its face. Da jarubi be dastam an negar gof kaz darya barangizan gobar. That beloved gave me a broom, said, sweep the surface of the sea and clean it of all dust. Of course, that's an impossibility. Baz an jarub ra zatash besucht gof kaz atash to jarubi bara. Then he threw the broom threw the broom into the fire and said, Now, bring it back out of that fire again. Kardam az heyrat sujudi pishu. Goft bi saljet sujudi I was so perplexed. The only thing I could do was I just prostrated myself in front of him or her. And she said, Good, fine. Next time bring me a prostration without the prostrator. Without the person of the prostrator. Of course, how can you do that if you're not there? The biggest mystery of how to get rid of oneself and continue to exist in ways that that self is in fact not only is not gone away, has expanded and is including the universe. The most perplexing of all. That is why intoxication and love are so important in this journey. Because every time you run into not knowing from his perspective, the thing that gives you the ability to move forward is that force of yearning. And, you know, th- this topic is not so totally unknown to contemporary writers or thinkers. I was just thinking of George Bataille, the French philosopher, who says, I don't want my experiences to lead me to a place that I can predict. I want them to lead me to a place of bewilderment, a place I know nothing about, a place in which I can feel wild and free. These are the words that Bata uses. And he actually gives a fascinating, almost Rumi-like explanation for it. He says, I want in that place a kind of bewilderment that steals from the mind the ready-made answers that it, the mind, has. 
رومیس از دشمن این خواب خوش شد فکر خلق تا نخست پد فکرتش بسته از حال. The enemy of experiencing this amazing dreaming is our own attempts to always find a clear-cut answer for everything. But we don't know that until that answer-seeking mind has not stopped, we cannot dream wild and free. حیرتی باید حیرتی باید که روبت فکر را خورده حیرت فکر را و ذکر را I want to really leave you with this last verse it's incredible he uses again the image of a broom and he says it's that حیرت that perplexity is the broom that cleans the mind from all of these practical everyday quote-unquote intelligent solutions that we want to find to our inner mysteries it's only hayrat that can eat them all up and give us that free and wild place in which to re-experience ourselves and the universe دشمن این خواب خوش شد فکر خلق تا نخصبت فکرتش بسته است حلق حیرتی باید که روبت فکر را خورده حیرت فکر را و ذکر را You need a perplexity that cleans the mind from half answers and half solutions and allows you to explore because until you don't think that you know you will keep going and the perplexity will fuel your journey. On that wondrous point, I leave you. I wish you good health, safety, and experiences without violence and trauma, and look forward to speaking with you very soon. Goodbye.